and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie Podcast. I'm April Atmansky, and I'm here today with... Justin DeClue! And Colin Cunningham. Why are you laughing, Colin? <laughs> oh, no, I'm just laughing because April's putting on this voice. Was like, I yeah. talking weird? Hello! Sorry! You're like a southern bear. <laughs> what are you talking about, Colin? This oh, is all our normal ca- voices. I got a case of the vapor. <laughs> <laughs> the vapors. Oh, I gotta sit on it's my It's because April's couch. a cat on a hot tin roof. <laughs> uh, so last week we we skipped ahead and did like a winter themed movie. Yeah. This week it's a fall themed movie. It it's not themed? a fall themed movie, but this movie I took note shot at a beautiful time where there's red leaves everywhere. Okay. There's orange leaves on the ground. It was clearly fall, and it's fall right now. And I'm so happy that it's cooler. I'm really enjoying the air the is very weather. crisp yeah mm. yeah and you're looking suspiciously at any animals <laughs> stuffed or cgi that are coming your way yes and then when they get really close they turn into hand puppets all of a sudden <laughs> yeah oh, <they're> <laughs> and then a, a big bucket of blood will just like fall on you from off screen <laughs> yeah oh, i love that so this okay. is a movie, Rise of the Animals, that I was told by a film programmer friend of mine whose name rhymes with Eater Oklowski. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a film that was submitted to After Dark, and everybody liked it, and they went, eh, it's too cheap, we can't play it. Aww. Really? Yes. And what I said is like, I since since I've seen this movie, I've remembered it. I cannot name you any of the other movies I saw at After Dark. Yeah, what yeah, the hell? exactly. This well, is a very memorable movie, I would say. It's like uh, you know, reported seven thousand dollar budget. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. your movie played it after dark, and that wasn't some big budget. We had I about. Mean, I think 10, it was 000. an exception, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, ours was an exception because yes. cause, cause, cause Justin knows the programmers. No, but you've, you've, this was a little cheaper than. You've than always got to have one of those movies though in After Dark. I feel like mm-hmm. you know, After Dark is the kind of movies that don't play it at TIFF. You know, Midnight Madness. Yeah, yeah, They're kind of on the lower end budget wise for those who don't know this is a smaller horror film festival that happens every yes October in mm-hmm. uh, Toronto yeah uh, I'd like, like to point out that uh, Eater Oklowski did not program my film at Toronto After Dark <laughs> he had not yeah. seen it when it played oh that's right he said that on stage as a mm-hmm. disclaimer because he actually showed up in the movie in a cameo that's right that would look, that would look really bad he this was counting watch he was, impossible he was, horror he was holding like a big envelope full of money and it's mm-hmm. like, from, from Justin to <laughs> so this film is one of those movies that and they told us why they didn't play it they're like ah, all the animals are puppets and it's like and it's what? like yeah like, that's, that's the best part funny. <laughs> and not all the animals are puppets that's for oh sure. no they're not so this <laughs> film was made by a bunch of film school students as their thesis project oh really yes that's great <laughs> I, I wondered. I was like, "This, these are not. This can't be high school. This has, this has to be at least college level, mm-hmm. right? right?" Yeah, I uh, think it was made in like 2011, and it was like three core guys that were all in school, and everybody else were like friends or people that they got from like local talent agencies that would work for free, and they nice. shot it over a couple of weekends, I think. Oh, okay. Wow, okay. that's so, great. Yeah, Chris Bocher or Bochik, I think, is yeah. the director, and yeah, it was another guy who did all the effects. And I I listened to the commentary. He had never done any effects when he started (laughs) working on the ones in this movie. Well, I have to say, as far as low budget CGI effects Mm -hmm. go, they're not 
too bad. We've I mean, seen much worse. I've seen much worse by people who have done it. So look at like he long. was like, like All right, or something. Time to use Maya, whatever that is. <laughs> when he sat down to start work on this movie. So we should start right at the beginning because this film has quite an opening setting Holy the tone. <laughs> it's right from the get go. Yeah. Where I think it's you get like a crazy <laughs> evil dead style like like jib Cold shot open. where the camera's like turning on a house and it's a woman being attacked by her cat. Yeah. And, uh, and then she throws it down the garburetor. Oh, and then it uh, turns into a stuffed yeah, cat. It turns into like the <laughs> the funniest looking stuffed animal before it goes down the garburetor. And I think the cat before that is just a cat sitting on a table. Yeah, yeah they had cat. a shot of a real cat. Just going. According to the commentary, it took him two hours to get that shot. Uh, really? <laughs> I'm not yes. surprised. Cats are not cooperative. Cooperative. <laughs> cat operative. When I'm going to mention the commentary a lot because watching the movie, I'm like, wow, this is really ambitious. And uh, listening to them talk about it, it's because everything that could go wrong and the reasons I wouldn't do something happened to them. Oh. They, dozens of times the cops were called on them. <laughs> I'm not surprised because they're first time filmmakers, right? And yeah. that's kind of just how you, you learn on the set, right? They like, talk, the wrong things you kind of like do. try to steal shots and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you're doing things without permits. Uh, they dropped a bucket of blood on the camera and their parents' van. Oh, <laughs> oh no. God. And Did they it... dropped the camera in the water in a scene that takes place in the water later on in the movie. <laughs> you know, I wondered, do you know what camera this was shot on? Because I was like, it doesn't look that bad for 2011. Uh, I mean, yeah. it looks pretty bad. It looks digital. <laughs> well, it looks, it looks digital, digital but, sure, you know, compared but... to other movies that we've seen at this sort of level, it looks mm-hmm. a lot better than those. They were using film school equipment, I think. So it was probably oh, okay. like one of those big shoulder mounted cameras, which is what <laughs> I use in film school. That has like beta tapes. And you're like, why are we still using this? <laughs> Did they wreck that camera by getting blood yeah, on it? Yeah, they broke one of them when they dropped it in the water, supposedly. Oh, now we're going to have to upgrade to VHS. <laughs> oh. oh, wait. I didn't even get through the opening because after that woman throws a cat in the garburetor, yeah. it then cuts to her son being chased by a dog i think right in a field no no it's a bunny rabbit <laughs> it's at, a bunny rabbit yeah the the son is on the rooftop of like an suv and he's kind mm. of like hiding out up there and you kind of see the cg bunny rabbit um but anytime you see a close up of the animals uh it, okay and this might be too soon but that's kind of my favorite thing so anytime mm. they cut to a close up it's like a hand puppet but they're almost like really cutesy animals well, yes i, I don't Which, know how many of these were built for this or were just like reconstituted stuffed animals like kind of toy animals they, or something they made into a puppet yeah well, kind of, i they, do they know look... that the deer in the movie which is probably the funniest <laughs> hand puppet oh god was Andy. i kid you not supposedly one of the uh people that worked on the film uh drove by a dead deer on the road and he's like okay and they gutted it and they kind of like the skin on it's a real deer but it's stuffing all around it no okay that was the one they showed in the opening they passed by it and the camera kind of like uh oh i don't think it's that deer i think that was like a different dead animal this was shot in rochester new york so i guess these the roads are just lined with dead deer there's a lot of deer in this movie that i will get to later Mm -hmm. um yeah, so we see the, the, the kids being sort of trapped on the SUV by this bunny rabbit, and then the mom shows up and shoots the bunny rabbit. <laughs> and it explodes like like yeah. 10 pounds of blood. Yeah, this is, this is one of the things that I kind of appreciated about this, is it's <clears throat> real squibs and lots and lots of real blood. Oh. Not real blood. 
not real blood, but I mean like practical blood. Yeah, not not um, uh, what's that called? Uh, where it's like CGI CG blood. blood. Oh, CG that would have hurt the film a lot. I think if it was like yeah, just that's CG blood splattering all over the place. Yeah, that's what I kind of appreciated and what kind of put it above a lot of these sort of movies. Mm-hmm. A couple of notches for me. And so the kid's on the car, and the mom saves him, and then there's one of the best shots in the movie, where a dog jumps out of the car window, but it's like, I guess like Action Essentials 2, breaking yeah. window. I think it was the same breaking window from Lycan Colony. It was slightly better than that, but yeah, it's like the shatter effect in After and Effects. It's know? like the yeah. dog is like the friendliest looking family golden retriever. It's so cute looking. Yeah. yeah. And then I guess it like it starts it it jumps into the car after the mom and then you just mm-hmm. see the boys like POV and then just gallons of blood. This is another thing I kind of liked about this movie is like they use so much blood. Yeah, Every time someone just, gets killed, blood splatters. And as someone everywhere. who splattered a lot of blood all over the place, oh boy, I felt for those actors. Oh yeah. Does that like wash out? <laughs> Depending on what blood you use, it can wash out. Um, sometimes people put bleach in blood because it, it takes away the transparency of it. But uh, I heard what kind of blood they use, which I had never heard this formula. They used milk in their blood to make oh, it yeah. thicken. And the huh. issue with that was it reeks if you use the same location multiple times. Oh, no. And supposedly oh, that boy. happened in a cabin sequence they did. They came back weeks later and the no one had cleaned up because they shot in an abandoned cabin they just found. Yeah, I could tell it was abandoned just by the. Wait, the was that the attack scene with the uh, which we'll get to? With yeah, the deer? yes. Like okay. a party's going on. That was just yeah. a cabin they found. Didn't have power. They had to bring their own generator to power it. That's funny. It looked like someone's garage where they had just sort of built cardboard walls. Yeah, it, it's kind of like I wonder if they could have just shot in someone's garage. You never know. Just well, empty. at least they had a location that they could get blood everywhere and no one would care. Mm-hmm. It's funny because like April, you when you moved in, you brought. Like, I don't know, like a liter of fake blood. I think I got that from Justin, to be honest. <laughs> that sounds about right, yeah. That's that stuff. And it's it's been downstairs in the uh, like closet. It. It's like it a is gallon. not good. Do not put that in your mouth. Okay, so <laughs> no. as a joke, <laughs> I got this uh, like chop saw and uh, I just put on Twitter and like, oh, I tried out my new chop saw. And then I poured some of the blood on my hand and took a picture like I chopped my finger off or something. As a goof. That blood stains permanently like it, that did not come out for days oh is it like theater blood is it like yeah, I think ma- so, okay yeah. that stuff stains yeah the Holy way that shit. i make blood is corn syrup uh red food coloring and then yeah. chocolate sauce to darken it and oh, that okay. won't stain but it I sticks remember, uh, that's what people hate Bruce campbell talking about the uh, the, the recipe syrup? that he, yeah it was mm-hmm. the caro syrup which is corn syrup and then he'd said put uh powdered milk in it to yeah sort of uh add hmm. some sort of uh I don't know, trans, uh, yeah, to make it more opaque. Darken it, yeah, so it's not trans, you know, because the problem is you can have transparent blood and people are like, it's fake! And it's like, all right, all right. (laughs) It just looks like fake. Well, the blood that we used on, like, um, Impossible, uh, Horror. Impossible Horror was really sticky. Yeah, um, that's yeah. It's, it's like pure corn syrup. That's it's why. It's corn syrup and chocolate sauce. Yeah, so mm-hmm. when these, that's what happened. When these people get covered in it, and there's one scene like, later, which we'll get to, oh I, that's all I could think about. One of the characters God. has blood on his face for half the movie. I know, yeah. I know, it's true. And I was like, oh my God, they didn't stop to wash. Like, this would be so uncomfortable. Oh, but that's just part of the, the fun, you know? It's silly. And so silly. the movie starts, and we're introduced to our two heroes, and a pizza delivery man named Wolf, I think. Wolf. <laughs> yeah. And he works at 
what is it? Pizza Itza? Pizza Itza. <laughs> <laughs> Great name. And his best friend, Jake. What movie do they really want to go see that they're like, we got to go see the premiere? He said it was like Alien something, right? Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> I forget. And uh, I learned only through the commentary that two characters in this movie are named after Animorph characters. <laughs> Oh, well, I, I did read Animorphs, but uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember Wolf or... or was it a show, like, though, too? It Jake was a Wolf. TV show, but, like, nobody watched it. Ooh, so Colin showing his age. No, no, no. It was all about books that when you flip the pages, a uh, human being morphs into an animal. Yeah, it was like a little picture in the corner, and then it would morph. Um, I read, like, six... <laughs> like a flip book animation? Yeah, but it's a yes. novel. It's not... That's not the... That's nah, pretty funny. I read, like, six of those books. I was really into them. Oh the God. thing about them was that they were incredibly dark and depressing. Like, characters <laughs> died all the time, and if you stayed in animal form for, I think it was more than two hours you're trapped in that animal form but you still have like human thoughts you (laughs) forever yeah so one of the characters who i think was named tobias he turned into a i stayed as a hawk too long Mm -hmm. he (laughs) was a hawk forever but he was like their animal sidekick who would like much like in mulan would go around and uh you know do recon for them but he was like i didn't like being a human i was ugly and oh, okay. i wasn't happy so i thought maybe he regretted it and he's just like i just want to bone some oh, chicks well there was one character who chicks. like they gave him animorph powers and he turned to be evil so they forced him to turn into a mouse and abandon him on an island and all the animorphs are telepathic so it's like yeah. Some people say that when fishermen come around, they can hear him psychically screaming. Oh, my <laughs> God. I did, I, that, that's dark. I got to start eating Animorphs. So I guess the people who made this movie were Animorph fans. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like they're probably our age, so they probably read the books. Yeah, yeah our age. Hey, kids. <laughs> my Hello, fellow my fellow kids. Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> what is new with the Animorphs? <laughs> hey, I was around. I, I remember when Morph, that term was invented. Oh, morph? yeah. Morph had Where to be invented? every production wanted morphs in them. It was like, that'll be $10,000, please. Exactly. <laughs> no, it was like, after the Terminator 2, it was, how was this done? I'm morphing, you mm. say. Mm-hmm. I remember that became the uh, that became the kind of generic term for amb- any kind of effects. All oh, these uh, Jurassic oh, really? Park dinosaurs with morphing, huh? <laughs> well, what about the mighty Morphin Power Rangers, yeah. you know? That's, how, that's why it was so popular. People oh. kept waiting for them to morph. <laughs> they never and who can forget your favorite X-Men character, Morph. 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 Yeah. Friend. <laughs> well, the Power Rangers thing was, it's Morphin time. Oh, God. That's oh. right. <laughs> I uh, watched so that a lot, obviously. Our two heroes end up at a party where there's a bunch of sexy ladies. Yeah, I will say, I liked the music in this scene. I don't remember how it went, but there was like there's like music like coming from the cabin. You can like hear it. And then <laughs> they have this long conversation about whether or not they should go in and blah, blah, blah. The one guy wants to get laid, and yeah, the other yeah. guy's like, no, let's go home. And Well, Wolf is delivering pizza, and then yeah. like the girl comes out and like, Pukes, pukes all over the, the pizza and i was thinking i was 100 percent thinking i could hear the music through the door i'm like that's just sound effects they're never going to reveal because they could never cast you know a party get, get all these girls together and then they open the door and it's like oh shit they did i was proven wrong they're not all the best actresses <laughs> no. but you they know. got like 10 people yeah wait i'm gonna say what my favorite thing of this movie and it was like going back home again listening to all <laughs> those crunchy sound effects i've heard a million times because <laughs> you get can get them in special effects pack nine or whatever especially head crushes Ooh, i recognize oh, those yeah. sounds <laughs> well also um this film it reminded me a lot of teddy bomb in a lot of ways but but not just that, but like uh, Edgar Wright, where there were like 
people would look and there would be a sound effect. There'd be the whip like pan a, sound oh, effect. Like, it's not mm-hmm. all over the place, but yeah. it's enough that it makes it fun, funner. It's definitely watch, there, yeah, you know? for sure. You can, you can see their kind of ins, uh, inspirations. But also the animal sound effects is doing like all the heavy lifting for every animal <laughs> because it really, because it's like so, some scenes you're, they're just showing something far away and I'm not 100% sure what it is, but then they'll play like cows moving or something. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, that's what that oh, is. Oh, there's a big appearance of a real life animal later on in the movie, but we'll get there. Oh man, yeah. that's great. But first we have um, our, I guess, incel hero, Wolf. <laughs> we were really confused about this next scene uh, where uh, he really uh wants to have sex with this girl that he dated he, kinda he previously knew yeah so, i think mm. they just knew each other we can we get to the party we, they go to the kitchen to get some booze and then we meet jake's sister yeah yes. who is hungry and eating some fried chicken yeah she she's at the party the they kind of disappear and then this girl kind of comes out of the shadows uh her her hoodie is completely open exposing her lacy bra which is odd um and and from this moment on i i just thought this whole scene was a dream yeah Mm -hmm. it didn't seem real because she just immediately starts hitting on him and she he's pouring booze down his throat yeah she's way out of his league too she also seemed older than everyone else in the movie (laughs) (laughs) hello fellow kid (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Uh, she's obviously more experienced than yeah. She takes him to uh, the van to have to make sweet love, and our hero Wolf just ejaculates all over the place. Yeah, yeah. you don't see it or anything. No, but, it's uh, not like scary movie where he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. He's um, all like it's, all, it's off screen. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, and then and, later, and, and does he pass out? Like, is that the implication that he's like, yeah. oh, so tired? I think so. He wakes they, up. They make out a little bit more, and then he just he's asleep. He's so spent from his ejaculating <laughs> yeah. that, he, that he wakes up the next morning. Me and Colin know how it feels. Just gotta go right into hibernation mode. <laughs> he wakes up six months later, shirtless, <laughs> with a with a big giant beard, beard Jumanji beard. <laughs> what year is it? Well, the next morning, she's nowhere to be found. Um, he's looking all over for her. She's not in the cabin, and uh, there's a weird deer outside that one of the other party goers is like, this deer's been staring at me, and he goes, you want to go feed it? Sure, because that sounds like a good idea. I mean, that is something like dumb kids would do. Want to well, go feed a deer? For people who have never lived like in the countryside, I have, like in farmland, deers are like the rats of the, of the country. They are, actually. Are they vicious? Oh, yeah. Well, they're just annoying. There's a lot of them. They, they make they a lot of noise. And they gardens. poo all over the place. Well, my mom lives in uh, or lived in Victoria, and she had uh, kind of an apartment there. And the, the, she had this beautiful backyard. Me and April went there, and deers would just Baby fro- deers it was like, frolicking. It was like being in Narnia. It was like babe, deers frolicking everywhere. And we were on, prancing. like, the second floor patio, though, so it's not like we were down there, like, we're near them, but we weren't like trying to touch them or anything. And we, did we your just... mom come on the porch and she's like, "Get off my property!" <laughs> no, she loved them. And we got there in April. Every day they would come by. April would be reading a book, and they would They'd come by. <laughs> it was like a mom and two fawns. Oh, so and you talk they're to beautiful creatures. They're so nice. And then you talk to anybody else in Victoria that lives there, and they're like, "Fucking things!" And yeah, God, just destroy my gardens. And they would do this mm-hmm. and cause all this damage. Everybody hated them there. Yeah, so they're like a pest. <laughs> yeah. But they're beautiful creatures. But in this deer, uh, in this movie, uh, our first, I think, example of a full CGI creature. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure at first because I was like, that looks like a, a stuffed deer that they comped in, maybe. It mm. looked like maybe it had been puppeteered and then yeah. the puppeteer had been kind of 
rotoed out or something just, like it's that. It's seamless. The CGI and the puppet <laughs> effects in this movie. Are seamless. It's so hard to tell what is what what is real, what is what is fake. Well, we'll I mean, what know. is real is that the woman tries to pet the deer and it bites her hand off. <laughs> oh my god! And then her arm is replaced by like a Halloween prop, like yes. stumpy. Arm. Oh yeah, doesn't her hand like hit the ground and she's yeah. like ah! And blood, blood shoots all over the place. It's pretty. Yeah, great. I just I just love the close-ups of the the deer puppet like any other mm-hmm. animal puppet it's like the the i guess deer head from evil dead 2 or something when it's well, on the wall I mean, that's what happens in the next scene which is they rush back into the house and all the party goers that we met in the previous scene just get brutally murdered <laughs> yeah one they, after the other they have a little dialogue scene which is where i noticed i was like okay these people are not very good actors but that's okay it's part of the fun and then deers are like coming in through the walls and everyone's screaming <laughs> people are being like dragged off like you know like a supernatural found footage film <laughs> yeah. like into darkness and like blood splattering like all the over other, the place the other um the best friend he's like repeatedly like kicking this deer like in the face <laughs> and they keep it just it's happening like forever and they just Wait, keep they, cutting like, back to it stick a um like lamp in one of the deers and it's like catches well, flies. That's, yeah. that's the queen yeah. deer that comes later <laughs> so this whole assault scene a scene sorry assault scene um i thought the movie was going to be like an assault on precinct 13 type mm-hmm. movie where they're mm-hmm. just going to kind of hole up in this cabin and blah mm-hmm. blah blah but <laughs> when they they start attacking this thing, and it's obvious like the cabin walls are just like cardboard pieces of cardboard, pieces of cardboard <laughs> that the deer are breaking through because they didn't want to break actual walls. And like the amount of blood used in this scene, like anytime oh. somebody gets pulled through a hole in the wall, it is like a gigantic. <laughs> it's like someone bucket. is just off the set, just like it's like a Home Depot. Like throwing. It's not like someone. It someone is offset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like out of and frame. I gotta say that like the deer heads, the fact that they you know gutted a deer and all that it, it makes me feel bad because it just looks like i can make that deer head at home <laughs> yeah because <laughs> it's just like like kind of like flesh-colored stuff some of them have antlers i think there's like three variations well, there's yeah. one that i can tell it was sewn together because i can <laughs> mm-hmm. see it has like big stitches oh that was the stitches? real that was real maybe it was like a franken deer of some yeah, kind it was like frankenstein's <laughs> stitches um uh but anyway we don't stay at this cabin uh our heroes are the only ones left they are covered in blood Wolf, by the way. his friend and his friend's sister but wait mm-hmm. then they they make their way to the suv into the yeah. the astro van i think and uh they were covered in blood and then they hear this it's like the the t-rex in jurassic park you hear the footsteps hmm. and then <laughs> and then they look outside and then they see like the big queen deer Oh yeah, and then the girl has to run back inside to get something, I think, and then she ends up fighting the the queen deer, and then <laughs> um, the doe, the doe, sure, whatever. <laughs> it's built up to be like this monstrous deer, or oh, like but yeah, like, and she sticks the um, light fixture, and the head catches fire as it's screaming. Oh, like electrocutes it, and it's like vomiting blood still, like. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, the one good thing about this movie, I don't think there's any, like, big CGI explosions no. that are used as punchlines. No. Which never works, filmmakers. Don't do it. Actually, there is, there an is one. There is explosion later in the movie. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. It's not really a punchline. Mm. It kind of kind is. Of, but, uh, no, it, it, this movie's more about the blood. Yeah, blood splattering. Yeah, blood splatter so, you really don't see in sort of low-budget movies anymore, really. So I think mm-hmm. our hero, Wolf, uh, has like a text. Oh, no, he finds the phone of the girl that he was making out with the night before. Right. And he decides, oh, I should go give it back to her. Oh, but my battery's running out, so I have to go home to get a charger? 
Yeah, so they go home, um, which is good because it, it's not what I was expecting. Like, I, again, you expect them to be on the run or whatever. Right. So, like, this movie is now about finding the chick with the big boobs, okay? <laughs> to give her um, a phone back. Um, but first, we got to drop off at home. And then this is my favorite scene in the movie <laughs> where he goes home um, and his grandfather is Angry giving grandpa. him a hard time. Um, and this guy is giving a really fun performance. I wonder if he was one of the local actors, this guy. like he wasn't, <laughs> This is finally my big chance. Yeah, he wasn't like a friend. So he's like a gun-toting, like, right-wing um, nut. And he's, like, saying, you'll never amount to anything like your father. And then uh, they realize that their neighborhood is barricaded by the cops because there's a national emergency right now because animals are killing everybody. That's... I don't know if we mentioned that. That's what's happening. Yeah, there's like a I'm looking block. at the scenes here, and it's like there's cops on the streets. They're firing guns. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, this is so big. No, but there's like one shot especially that is really funny. It's like a squirrel, <laughs> a crazy <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> it runs down from like the, oh, yeah. down the telephone pole. And this is what I, what I think is really kind of good about the effects. You know, they are very low budget, and they kind of look crappy, but it goes with the tone of the movie, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, all the camera tracking is really well done. Like, you know, they'll yeah. actually move the camera and pan it and, you know, do all these sort of things. And the CG is like very well locked on. So, but mm-hmm. this like squirrel <laughs> runs down the, the telephone pole and then uh, runs after the cop. But it's just like the camera kind of moving along the ground. And then this like little CG like squirrel <laughs> running in front of the camera. It's yeah. really funny. It's obviously CG, but it's a fun shot. Yeah. yeah well, it knows what it is. Exactly. exactly I, I yeah. think the director said that he just wanted to make a movie where people were killing CG animals. Oh, for sure. And puppets. Yeah. But anytime, anytime, you know, the animal is killed and there's lots of blood, it's practical, which is really well, cool. Well, the thing is, like, if this was really realistic, it'd probably be a miserable movie. Uh, yeah. Right? yeah. Like, like, you don't want to see real animals get killed. Like Birdemic or something where yeah. it's just like, yeah. you know, that level of CG crappiness in Birdemic is bad because mm-hmm. it's just like the tone of the movie is so serious. Well, I don't remember exactly what happens, but Wolf gets in a fight with his grandpa and he <laughs> runs away and no, he's like he jumps out the window or something, right? And he's you know, leaving. he jumps over the banister of his stairs. <laughs> yeah, he runs out. Because right. the, gran- the grandpa's like, we're gonna go and like hole up, you know, up north somewhere. I get, well, then the grandfather tries to shoot him as he runs away because he's a coward or something and his friends come in and pick him up and then the cops shoot the grandfather and, the, and there's this <laughs> yeah. wonderful shot. Uh, he's like... It's very much like the last Eagle Scout. He has a, a the American flag on his lawn, <laughs> and it's framed in the background. And then he explodes, and squibs go off. And he's like, oh, "It's it's such a like a cheesy scene, and it fits." Yeah. But it's also like, "Who is this man? Why are these cops shooting him? Who cares?" <laughs> no, he shoots a cop. Remember? He, well, like, I think he was shooting at Wolf. He was shooting. Yeah, he at, was shooting, shooting at, at Wolf, Wolf, and Wolf like moves out of the way, which shoots a cop, oh, yeah. and then the cops shoot and him. And the cop fucking dies. Yeah, and then the cops just <laughs> unload on him. And like yeah. it's a slow mo. It's really good. It, it was, was like, really fun. Wow, like real squibs. Like yeah, pretty yeah. good. I think I may lose the thread here because they go on like a road trip and it's like they a do. bunch of stuff that happens. I've got it all written one down, after by the, the way. other. It was a little bit like um, episode, not episodic, but it's just kind of like short scenes. It's mm-hmm. either the gas station stop uh, or the horse attack. 
I think it's the gas gas station. I don't remember the gas station. Gas station is where they kind of go up onto the roof of the van. Oh, and they have like a moment. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. I I think that may be a little bit. Yeah. They're bonding and stuff like that. They're friends. Maybe our hero, the real girl he's looking for, is the one that's right there in the car with him. Well, he finds in her her, the big boob girl cell phone. um, She might have a boyfriend. There's pictures of another guy in there. Yeah. His the girl kind of takes it from him and kind of sees and eh, she doesn't want to tell him. But it's it's a really kind of. I don't know. It's a little cute scene where they're up on top of the the roof, like mm-hmm. sleeping at night, and they're kind of looking at the constellations. Yeah, I'm like, you know, oh, there's a pizza I, constellation. I, I like the love story in this. It's kind of on the back burner, but it's also like teen movie. I mean, there's usually like horniness in horror movies, but mm-hmm. I enjoyed this the aspect of that in this movie. Oh, I, yeah, I'm happy fun. it was there. You know. Yeah, it's it's. A, it's a little sweetness. Yeah. But the one funny thing is when they wake up the next morning and then they're like, all right, we got to get going. And then their friend Jake, what does he have? He's like, he has like, he has like squirrel or something. It's like a deep fried rat. It's like a rat on a stick. Yeah. And it like, looks like it's breaded. Yeah. He's like, hey, you guys want, uh, you want some deep fried rat? And the sister takes a big bite of it. Yeah. Ugh. And I'm sure the prop was really gross too. <laughs> she, she didn't look Probably grossed chicken, out. chicken, I bet. It. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was credited uh, at the end. It, it, was it like, said chicken peanut butter rat or something. Yeah. <laughs> so we gotta we gotta talk about the horse scene. Oh, so this they is, stop this on is the side insane. of the road and the sister's like, I gotta go pee. Yeah. <laughs> she wanders she off into the pee. woods. I don't think they should probably let her go, but for plot purposes, gotta keep things exciting. Yeah. She walks she, like she a walks kilometer. Like a mile away. Away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so far away from them that the com- the whole look of the film changes. So well, this scene yeah. is one that like, it's definitely a first time filmmaker scene where they're like, she'll get chased by a real horse. Yeah, we <laughs> could do that, right? But the horse was like comped in, right? She was never on screen with a real horse, was she? No, she was with a real horse. So oh. basically what they did, if you look closely, the horse has like half a person on it. Oh, as if the person's I been did cut see in that. half. And it's because someone always had to be riding the horse. Yeah, uh, So the decision yeah. they did is they comped the person out. Oh, I see. So it still had ambitious. that computery look, but the horse yes. was running through this big field. I thought what they'd done is like split screens. Her, they probably the did horse. a little bit of that too. Yeah, maybe to make her look closer to it, mm-hmm. or just to shoot them in the same frame. Yeah, yeah. yeah they exactly. have a galloping horse right next. to You her can't sort have of thing. someone running from a horse. It would be dangerous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for for a, a shoot like this, it obviously has no ambulance nearby. But you know, like hey, they got a real horse. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, and the horse chases after her uh, for a little while it's after after like eating somebody scene. behind a bush. <laughs> it's like, and then she turns around and she punches the horse in the face. Yeah, and it falls very ineloquently. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm, I think they just took the model and turned it sideways or yeah, something. I'm, it's I'm definitely it sure. turns to CG the moment that she punches it. And it I think she like punches it and she kicks it as well. She does a bunch of like spinning kicks. She does a couple of punches and then she also is running away from it and then ducks under a big branch and then it smacks its face. (laughs) Yeah, I mean it's not it does it's not as good as we're describing it. Yeah, um, but it's better. (laughs) You you just hear like sound effects like and then cut to a horse like rearing back. The sound effects did everything. The sound effects are telling most of the story. Telling a story. Yeah, exactly. So Jake, the best friend who we haven't really talked about uh, in this movie, he's the nerd who wears glasses. Yeah. He is the, like, I guess the punishment uh, actor because he's constantly covered in blood <laughs> all the time. Yeah. In this scene, as she comes back from fighting the horse, he gets covered in mud. Oh, <laughs> yeah, from, that's like, right. Yeah, they're, they're, they're cargo the out of a mud ditch. <laughs> 
Are, are any of the main actors the writer or, or director? No, I, I don't, don't believe so. so. I think the director made a cameo as one of the cops earlier on. Oh, okay. Mm. And so they jump in the car, and then one of the other best scenes of the movie happens. Oh, yeah, I uh totally forgot about this. What? Uh, There's an escaped zoo animal that lands on their car. (laughs) The what animal? The mohawk gorilla. gorilla mohawk. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't forget about that. (laughs) Oh, my God. How did I forget about this? Is uh, a real Harambe, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this would have been 2011, way before Harambe. (laughs) It's a vicious gorilla, and it it looks very cartoony. But here's my question. Um, Was this, like, an original model? Um, Because it didn't look, like, stock, you know? I believe, listening to the special effects guy talk, it was an original model, and the gorilla was the last thing he did because mm-hmm. the scene is actually a reshoot to like pad the movie out because it barely like goes over an hour yeah the credits roll really slow <laughs> real long <laughs> yeah. Yeah. they hit that 70 minute mark um but yeah it, it definitely when it like jumps off the roof at the end and like looks at the camera or something oh yeah because it gets its hand cut off and it's like <laughs> yeah. oh yeah and it like raises an eyebrow it, when it, it grabs jake camera. through his his window <laughs> right and then, right and then wolf like rolls the window up and then uh its hand it's just pops off into his very lung. mechanic but yeah. you know again it's cute it's just like wow that's it it's a very sure it's got a big it's, it's a very rudimentary it's, it's, special it's effect. got a big red mohawk for some reason and it goes <laughs> it looks at camera <laughs> yeah and sadly the gorilla is never seen again no. No. oh that'd be amazing all these animals are like just in it for one scene they yeah. would they would be uh you know hero bad guys in you know any movie any, yeah, any this one is of something that, like, if yeah. they knew how much work it was going to be, they would have probably been like, oh, they get chased by a gorilla for the entire movie. Sure, and we'll call it, like, you know, Rise of the Gorilla or, or it's something. Or like Just that. Deer or something like that. But yeah. no, instead, it's every animal on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> And there's so many wherever they go. <laughs> I mean, in the opening, they actually had puppet emus that killed the kid, and they cut it from the movie. Oh, <laughs> really? like, too much. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm happy with what they replaced it with. <laughs> so uh, then we got. I think it's the uh, canoe scene. There's a reference to my one of my favorite movies of all time, Cemetery Man. What? Where... What is Cemetery Man? It stars Rupert Everett, and it's an Italian film directed by Mikel Suave. If you haven't seen it, April, I would highly recommend watching it this Halloween season. Oh, it's really good. Okay, well, we got to get on the uh, horror movies this uh, yeah, October. It, it's called Della Morte, Della More. The plot is Rupert Everett plays a groundskeeper at a cemetery where every seven days the dead come back to life, and then he has to shoot them in the head. <laughs> shoot them in the head. Cool. And he's so bored with his job. Like, it's just, like, normal, and his life is wasting away. Mm. And you got to see the movie. It's basically like Terry Gilliam esque. When was when was this made? Nineteen ninety something. It was in the like uh, embers of the Italian uh, genre film scene. Holy it's shit. not like Giallo though, right? No, no, no. It's not at all. It was directed by Michele Suavi, who was like a protege of Dario Argento. He also did Ooh. The Church and The Sect, Cemetery Man, and he was an assistant director on or second unit director on Baron Munchausen, the Gilliam film, oh, shit. and Brothers Grimm. So the uh, death that shows up in um, Munchausen also shows up in Cemetery Man, the same like maquette. Oh man, <laughs> we just had it, like lying around. Baron Munchausen is the only Terry Gilliam I haven't seen. Uh, oh, it's really except fun. Except for the so I took a course on Terry Gilliam, which is why I've seen all his movies except for like that new one that just came out. Um, Ooh, terrible. And I was 
really tired, so I uh, Is it the I zero went. Theorem? I no, I haven't seen that one. Oh no, I meant the um, Quixote, the Don Quixote one. Oh Jesus, right. <laughs> um, but no, I, I was really tired, so I did not watch Baron Munchausen, which is probably one of his better ones. I saw the opening scene where the horse uh, flies out the window and then lands. Mm. <laughs> So, but yeah, uh, so Cemetery Man, good movie. So what's the Cemetery <laughs> right. Man reference in Rise of the Animals? Oh, it's that they break, uh, they hit like a rock and they stop and they look out and like uh, there's nothing beyond them. You see like a bridge being destroyed by a big tentacle monster. Yeah, I, oh, at that point yeah. I was like, okay. like That's not in Cemetery Man, but the same idea happened. I wouldn't okay. have spotted it if they didn't say it in the commentary, <laughs> but they use like the same shot setup. But like the, uh, from the, the giant tentacle thing, I was like... Octopuses are not this big. That was a. <laughs> that was funny. That was a good background gag, and April was trying to find the logic in it. Like, you know, they're not that big, and they wouldn't be, you know, in fresh water. Why would a gorilla have a mohawk? Exactly. Why would a gorilla like, be on an old country road? It's just them walking along train tracks, talking, and I'm like, it's just supposed to be a background gag, like something from Naked Gun or you know, mm-hmm. one of those movies, and it's just like sinking this big, I don't know, shipping container ship. ship or something like that, and then this big like stealth <laughs> it bomber. Is like a naked gun gang. Yeah, and then like a stealth, yeah. they keep talking and then like a stealth bomber goes over and drops like this nuclear bomb. It's like this huge mushroom cloud, so. Well, that's the classic uh, Zucker Brothers rules that you don't acknowledge the crazy yeah, thing going do. on behind you. We just rewatched the original Naked Gun the other night because it's on <laughs> oh, Netflix. so good. <laughs> that OJ scene at the beginning where he's I like, was, oh no, and he puts his hand in the cake. Like, makes me laugh after that time. scene, we I was so in much. tears within probably like two minutes or like 60 seconds of watching that movie. It's and such it was, a good opening. I was just cackling all the way through it. It was so funny. So watch the original Naked Gun, a police story or, or whatever it's From called. the files of police squad. From the files squad. of police squad. Which um, I still have to watch, by the way. Okay, I think we missed the scene uh, where There's the, canoe um, scene. the friend gets um, unfortunately I think that's the scene right after away. that, isn't it? They get it's out of the right car, they decide, right oh, we'll go take canoes. Yeah, they, they... Oh, yeah, you're right. They find the river and they find the canoe with uh, two, two mannequins. <laughs> <laughs> two dead guys. Two, two mannequins. What are these two mannequins doing out here? <laughs> and they lift them, and I, I said to April, like, I, I think that guy's a mannequin. Because they're lifting him, and his <laughs> arm is. is like 90 degrees and does not move uh, at all. I was going to say, maybe it's the wolf actor. It has Herculean like strength. <laughs> it's rigor mortis. <laughs> So they get in the canoes and then they get attacked by turtles, which was a scene that like just watching it. I'm like, oh, that must have been so hard to film. Oh, yeah. Snapping to it. Because I was like, how many people are in the water puppeteering? <laughs> like a dozen, these? I bet. Well, like because each person can move two probably. So, yeah. mm-hmm. oh, my God, they must have had a bunch of people in there. And then also that's that one friend who doesn't know what he's getting into when he says he'll help out with the movie. Oh, yeah. Okay, it'll be like in. it'll be like 30 minutes. Right. And it's like 12 hours of shooting Shooting yeah. in probably cold water, because as I mentioned, this was it it's was fall. fall in uh, New York, yeah. Rochester, New York. I believe I heard the filmmakers say it was like hypothermia level one. Oh, oh, That's no. when you keep the car running and you just have to keep going. You can go in there for a few minutes, but don't get the seat wet. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's not just snapping turtles. There's a big crocodile in there with a gargantuan <laughs> Those classic New York head. gators. And, yeah, it's it, the, the perspective was off. It was like they had a regular size model and they just blew it up. Like Was it CG or do you think it was it, like it was, comped in? It looks from... CG to me. Okay. Was it like um, Megalon 3? You know, you've seen that shot of like the stock footage of the shark and like oh, a yeah. boat going in its mouth. Yeah, it was. It was like that. Um, and so it just kind of pops up and he's like, ah, and 
goes underneath because uh, he falls in, of course, and he gets. Wait, does nice he have a scene? Pedals. Oh no, he doesn't have the classic uh, scene that I need in all underwater monster movies, where somebody like lifts the person up and it's only like half their body. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, that would have been the icing yeah. on the cake. I could see was that like in Lake Placid or something like that. Oh yeah, That's every under every like deep rising monster probably. movie. Yeah, worse at salt has a scene where guys like or you lift the person up and they have like skeleton legs. <laughs> One or the it's other. Called Deep Blue Sea, the shark movie. I'm sure it's in that too. Yeah, skeleton legs. <laughs> That's a classic gag too. Yeah, it's like the, it's like a chicken wing. You just eat the mm-hmm. meat right off the bone. Oh. And you know the two um, surviving characters seem very non-pulsed about. Um, yeah, that, that was her. And brother dying. She just kind of goes, Jake, my brother. She was catatonic. Was she? <laughs> no, she was just not really reacting. Um, and then. We finally meet up with this girl from the beginning. Um, I don't even know how they find found her. They just find her by accident. Like in a field somewhere. Like they were going, like they knew where they were going, but then he lost the phone in the water. So um, mm. Yeah, so they just kind of randomly bump into one another, but she's with her douchey fiance. Who's literally wearing a wife beater. I was like, symbolism. <laughs> he's wearing he's wearing a wife beater and he has I'm like, I recognize that sword. He's got like a sword strapped oh, to his the back. Sword. And I'm like, I recognize the hilt on that sword, and I felt so nerdy. I'm like, I think that's <laughs> Gandalf's sword, Glamdring from Lord of the Rings. You know what's nerdy, Colin? Is that you knew the, what the sword was called? Yeah, and then Glamdring. I like, Glamdring. Glamdring. Did you guys see? There's a montage of them walking, and there's a shot stolen from Lord of the Rings where it's like in slow motion, and they're oh, like yeah, going that's up, right. and they yeah, that's right it, where they where they kind of pass by the tree. Exactly. It's like yeah, when they're coming off of the, the bridge. Well, no wonder you were thinking of that's Lord funny. Of the yeah, but it was just like the knob of the hilt was poking up above his thing. It's and a I replica. Looked, Wait, yeah, I googled it. And yeah, I was like, oh no. Colin went down in the basement in his sword room, <laughs> looking through his swords, being like, "Is this the one?" <laughs> I was watching a video of Liv Tyler on uh, YouTube, which was like Liv Tyler shows off her house. You know those architectural digest videos, and mm-hmm. she went up to her attic and she's like, "I have a real sword from." the two towers i have it up in my attic in a box and she opened it up and it was like huge and it looked really cool um so that's where those real swords are it's like a weed whacker they're hiding in attics from of actors who are not even displaying (laughs) them on the wall come on when the animal finally attacks um (laughs) she's gonna pick up that sword it's gonna be like i don't want to miss a thing (laughs) also she'll be like hey I'm gonna. My scenes all got cut from the two towers when I got to fight in the in the battle. Now it's it's Tyler's it's turn. It's on. She like kills Peter Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> he made the Hobbit. He suffered enough. Oh, oh, sure oh I should have made it so real. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm wait, wait. Did they shoot? Um, Liv Tyler fighting in the battle. They did. The yeah. yeah, I've seen clips huh. of the deleted scenes. Um, so she she just got cut because I don't know. Maybe they wanted her to be more fair well she wasn't yeah she wasn't like that in the in the book no and, no, no. and yeah i think that scene was leaked or or talks of it or you know really mm-hmm. like oh god she doesn't fight it did she fight in the third one no because no, she leaves no. the mortal realm right yeah, yeah so yeah everyone was calling her like xena warrior princess or something but like she's that. a little like warrior princessy in the first movie but she, yeah she but they just call her xena warrior princess because uh you know popular culture has no context for a woman fighting in anything yeah. it's true uh also new zealand in new zealand yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. anyway back to the movies we're at the climax we're in a cornfield <laughs> okay and we meet the real hero of the this movie the, the, which uh jay clark who is the one who also loves this movie and saw it before me calls this hero nintendo bear <laughs> 
Why? Because it looks like a Nintendo graphic? <laughs> yes, that's why. <laughs> and it is like it is like full frame, like right in your face. I just love how many animals we've mentioned in this movie. Yeah. And now all like it's gotta be a bear. And Colin will probably appreciate the special effect technician admitting that. I did not know how to make this bear walk. So when you see it move, it kind of like jumps through the air. Hey, I've seen, I've seen, I've moves. seen worse animation. It's like, broom, broom, Believe me. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen way worse animation. So for the first time, this is, this is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not good. Right. But, <laughs> but it, you know, it fits, it's funny it, though. Like if it makes you laugh. Exactly. It yeah. fits, the, it fits the tone of the movie. Yeah. And we've seen so much at this point. It's just like, okay. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to knock. And yeah. Him. So the bear is like running around, chasing, them and uh, yeah, it's just about to to eat Wolf there, and our, our heroine comes out of nowhere with glam drink and uh, yep. and smites the bear, cuts its head off, she chops its head off, practical blood shoots all over her, of course. Yeah, which yeah. is pretty good because they in the kind of wide shot they've obviously shot like a kind of neck stump that's practical and they've kind of mm-hmm. like tied it on to or like kind of comped it so it tracks onto the the CG bear, but it looks pretty good. Yeah, and the other, I think the the douchey boyfriend gets killed, and the girl just like disappears. We don't even see what. Yeah, happens what happens to her? to her? She just like goes off screen. It's not. Important. I think the last time you see her, she's like screaming. Yeah, and then they just maybe abandon her. I don't really remember the like final shots. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, but our hero, our hero, you know, is happy, and he um, shares a kiss with uh, his best friend, his dead best <laughs> a friend, chaste, sister. a chaste kiss. Yeah, it was very awkward because it's like it was like a movie kiss, like their lips are together, uh, but they're not moving. Like it's a, it's a, we're, we're still in college. It's, it's a we just got our first girlfriend. No, but then she's like. Yeah, and then she gets in there with a good snog. Like that doesn't happen. It does. Uh, no, I'm. They they kiss, but it's they do. But I'm just saying they're not really making out. Like, uh, whatever. Um, but it, it looks like then the camera like tilts. It's like down. the it's like the director just put like a bunch of peanut butter on their mouths and because <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to kiss. They're like, <laughs> well, he's kissing that girl in the earlier scene. I'll tell you what. That's why I was like, oh, these two must be like friends in real life because it was super awkward oh um but the, <laughs> the I actually, director just put peanut butter on his dick the one the one part of the that's awful <laughs> the one part of the movie i didn't really like was the last couple lines um which i felt like we're trying way too hard to be cool and i was like no i forget what it was but it was something like I've never been to Florida or something like that. Always wanted to go to Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. Always wanted to go to Disneyland. I was just like, stop. Like, you know. And then it kind of undercuts it by he's driving and then she goes, hey, the sun sets in the west. west. So yeah. he's like, never mind or something like that. And or like, like, those are it. definitely like editing two in the morning. You're finishing the movie yeah. and you're like, I need something here. And yeah. Just like one last joke to go out on. I just thought it was a little too film school, but um, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Hey, they ended with like a, a crane up anyway, right? Uh, yeah. Again, all the camera movements and the cinematography in this are really good for a student film. Sure. Like, yeah. I mean. They didn't end with a crane up. They ended with seven minutes of credit, baby. <laughs> They're moving at a snail's pace. With, like, uh, it, it was kind of giving me a Matt Farley vibe at the end. Like the, the song? End, the end credits, yeah. It was like, oh, 
isn't there a Rise of the Animals song? It's like, Rise the of animals. the Animals. And it's like one guy playing a guitar. And he's clearly just making up the lyrics as he goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's gonna bite your face. Well, they seemingly had one band do all the songs for this. And right. that's the way to do it. I'm sure it was someone's friend's band, you know. Sure. Um, and they did an okay job. Yeah. I thought the music was okay in this. I thought it was fine. It was um, so what's good. sad about this movie is that uh, the director has not made anything since then. 2011. Oh, oh. man. That's a shame. And I've tried to, uh, I would love to release this movie on Gold Ninja Video if anybody who worked on this film is listening. This was my whole plan. Could you find anybody that was in the credits like on Twitter or anything like that? It's just the angry, no, angry old grandpa. I literally emailed. So I bought this DVD off eBay directly from the director, I assume, because the eBay name is the director's name. Yeah. And the DVD you can buy from him is like one they obviously package for the premiere screening they had, because I don't believe this played any film festivals. Oh, um. man. So they were submitted, but never... Yeah, but just turned down. Yeah. That's how I heard about it, is that someone who had seen it when it was submitted said, oh, man, this movie, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, so, and Turned I'm... down by Schmieder Plukblansky. <laughs> and IMDb reviews for this are savage. Well, they're, they're all over really the really bad. It's and like it's one like, or ten. Come on, it's not that bad. There's a few. Oh, what's, what's great about the commentary is that they're convincing themselves the movie is fun. They're like, <laughs> hey, you know, this movie would be fun if I picked it up off a shelf, right, guys? Right? They're like, what is this movie going to have? 4.3 on IMDb? Ha, ha, ha. It actually has 2.3. Oh, they're too close to it, obviously. Yeah. They can't judge it. But... No, it doesn't deserve that rating. I no. don't think. I've seen way worse movies that have a higher rating on IMDb. I know. And this movie is charming and it ha it ha it has a sense of humor but it's not like trying to be bad and it's not even really trying to be funny it's just like it's funny well, I, in its I mean, style I would say it's trying to be funny okay yeah, but it's yeah. not like yeah. a goofy it's, comedy is no it's, it's like self aware and it's just got the, the right amount of humor it knows what it is yeah and I hope mm -hmm. that one of the people who worked on it um, or was in it maybe listened to this podcast because this is a movie that is um, lost to the sand of time yeah the dvd is very hard to get really? i mean uh so it was released by a company that actually released don't let the river bees get you oh. uh i think like midnight releasing or something like that oh, okay. or maybe it's an outcropping of brain damage film that dvd is long out of print so if you look on like amazon it's like ah 60 dollars if you want to buy it but you can get it on ebay right Yep, you can get it on eBay. I think it's like five bucks or something like that, directly from the uh, filmmakers. Well, do 60, that. Filmmaker. 60 bucks? I could buy two copies of Mulan for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The filmmaker, email me at goldninjavideo at gmail.com. I can hook you up, man, with a Blu-ray release. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's get this uh, Let's get this on Blu-ray. This absolutely deserves to be seen by more people. So, uh, I agree. Yeah, I highly recommend you uh, pick up the DVD. And again, maybe we can drum up some, some interest uh, from it. I mean, I'm really good at... Uh, finding people on uh, social media maybe i could try and find uh, <laughs> basically she's a stalker people. are you stalking people that's just it just well, comes so from the generation that i, I looked live into in. it and the director had a podcast and he had seemingly had a twitter account but he disappeared in 2016 hmm. and i found no trace of him he had an official website it's gone now huh well i guess he's yeah. probably just off social media i mean a lot of people do that or and he, was, he may he be just like oh, man this movie was so long ago i just don't want to think about it yeah. no one cares well not everybody who made a movie like this especially a student film wants to like um you know uh promote Have it, it out there and uh mm. you know uh like look at like remember like ben and arthur like th that guy i'm pretty sure like took down any uh 
any version of it that was available. It's not like he wanted it to be on Amazon Prime or some, anything. But Rise of the Animals is fun. Exactly. Let it out there. Exactly. Let it be a joy. It's a cute movie. Um, so, mm. so seek it out. Um, and if you uh, want to email the podcast, we're at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com. And we're on Twitter at no such thing pod. And if you want to donate to the Patreon, patreon.com slash no such thing as a bad movie where you get a bonus episode every two weeks. And uh, we just talked about the new Mulan, as you can tell, because we mentioned Mulan earlier. Oh, <laughs> you want to see? You want to see April foaming at the mouth? Oh my God, you gotta listen oh. to this episode. If I if I went into everything I hated about that movie, it would be one of those like everything wrong with videos, <laughs> yeah, like the yeah. Cin- yeah. cinema sins. Um, if you want my recommendation, just watch the uh, the cartoon. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't want to before I, you know, I saw the new one, and you were really, you were genuinely upset. When I'm I said sorry, no. but it's just because it's my favorite, my favorite. Disney I know. Movie. I just I'm very to, passionate about. I it. didn't want to taint my opinion of the new movie. I totally day. agree with your. I just want you know you strategy. You guys had seen it, and I just wanted to have a, a different perspective. That's all. <laughs> Colin's never going to watch this animated version. I hope you've accepted <laughs> no, that. April. No, I'm I'm not going to push it anymore. You kidding? I paid thirty bucks for the <laughs> fucking live action. I'm going to watch it six more times. <laughs> That's just to rent. It, right? It's yeah. not even to buy it. Like, holy That's insane. Mother. That is Disney. Oh my God. Um, Unreal. Yeah. Um, and also, I'm on Twitter at no such. Uh, sorry. I'm on Twitter at April Mansky, Instagram Letterbox, And Justin, uh, what's going on with you on YouTube lately? Oh, I've been posting some movie, uh, movies, <laughs> uh, some reviews. That's right. Um, you want to because that's what the kids are doing, right? Yeah. Well, you want to <laughs> talk about that a little bit because uh, you know, if anyone is looking for no such thing as a bad movie hosts video content, um, you've been doing some uh, reviews and straight to camera stuff. What kind of stuff uh, are you reviewing? Uh, only things positively because why would I make something where I rag on things so yeah so mostly it's stuff that I like Uh, I try to focus on like new stuff to recommend to people and the gimmick I'm trying to stick to is if I recommend a movie I'll also recommend something else related to it will it be another movie mostly books and comic books that's great. Oh. Yeah, I liked your. I watched your recent one about um, the horror book. Um, oh yeah, clown in a cornfield. Oh yeah, right. that's right. <laughs> that's right. Great title. Um, and it's uh, on the Film Trap YouTube. Right? Yeah, so just search Film Trap and you'll find it. Film Trap and then maybe my name, Justin the Clue. That's probably the, your best bet to uh, for it to come up and subscribe to it. Yeah, check it out. Smash that like button. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, a year to two years from now, April and Colin will appear once we can see each other in person again. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're, st- we're still recording remotely now, but... I can just, yeah. like, shoot us on green screen or something. <laughs> maybe. I'm right Do in some... the room with you, Justin. You know Whoa, I'm right work? here. All the camera tracking work. will be off and the lighting will be different. <laughs> yeah. oh. There's like a mohawk gorilla that shows up. I'm I'll like, reach over and touch back. you and then my like arm will disappear like, at the elbow. Out, yeah. <laughs> Well, you between keep, like, <laughs> your clothes disappear because it's like, whoa, did he CGI on his clothes? Which <laughs> between Justin's camera setup and Colin's CGI abilities, we can we can be happens. together. That sounds again. like a lot of work. <laughs> Hello, my friend Justin. How well like are you right doing? Here. here I am wearing clothes. This uh, is my CG interpretation of what Colin would look like if you were here right now. <laughs> Uh, and, and where else can people I'd, find? I'd look like the baby from Allie McBeal, the oh. dancing baby. <laughs> the dancing baby. <laughs> just like dancing. You use like the dance cycle for the baby. 
That thing is so gross. <laughs> Those cold, dead eyes. Yeah. I can't believe that was in a network television oh, show. That became uh, viral because of that. So, oh, show. yeah, you can find me at uh, DeClue J on Twitter, D E C L O U X L R J, on Letterboxd, Justin the Clue, and uh, every week on the Important Cinema Club podcast and the Bay Street Video podcast. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm Sergeant Zima, S-G-T-Z-I-M-A. And uh, you can follow my Allie McBeal cast. Um, <laughs> Baby cast? I'm taking it back. Yeah, it's uh, Allie McBeal, a minute at a time, where you do a whole episode <laughs> about a minute of Allie McBeal. Uh, oh. Well, thanks for joining us this week. Don't forget to put a sweater on because it's getting cold it's getting a little out chilly. there. Uh, yeah. Because it's fall. Um, but uh, if you can, check out Rise of the Animals and uh, have a good day i'm april <laughs> i know i was gonna say I'm, oh you landed that when uh, are no people problem, listening april? to this is it morning it's, is we're, it night we're recording this very late so, so. Like, who am i <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what year is it i'm april Mansky. i'm justin the i'm colin cunningham and remember there's no such thing as a bad movie <laughs> that was my radio voice that was no, your radio no voice good? Ah, 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 ah,